Welcome to season one of Cuéntame, Tell Me Their Story. Hi, my name is Yvonne, and I'm a first generation of Puerto Rican descent, born and raised in New York City. I am a mother of four children, and so far, a grandma of four. Join us on this journey as we share some of our family's heritage. Hola, my name is Sarah, and I'm a second generation of Puerto Rican descent born and raised in New York City as the first daughter and second oldest in our family. I'm a proud, educated Latina excited to share the many stories of our ancestors. Here we go. I'm Rebecca, the youngest daughter in our family. Originally from the Bronx, New York, I currently live and teach in upstate New York. I have been a writer and poet for over two decades, and this project has been a work in progress for many years. I'm thrilled to share our stories with you. In our third episode of Cuéntame, Tell Me Their Story, we continue our ancestry journey with our great-grandmother, Abuela Carmen. Abuela Carmen was born in the 1910s in Morovis, Puerto Rico, located in the northern central part of the island. During her late 30s, she and her children moved to lower Manhattan, where she would spend the next 50-plus years of her life. For two episodes, we will explore the life of Abuela Carmen through the eyes of her youngest daughter, Carmen. There are many new names that will be mentioned in this episode, and we have added a brief family tree on our website, cuentameapodcast.com, to help guide you. However, here's a brief overview of who is who. Abuela Carmen is the eldest daughter of Abuela Camila. Abuela Carmen had three children with Abuelo Colón. Their children's names are Carlito, Nelly, and Carmen. Abuelo Colón had three sons with a former partner named Petra. His son's names are Benny, Louis, and Louis. Yes, he had two sons with the same name. Nelly had two living children named Yvonne and Alex. Carmen had two living children with her ex-husband Martin named Mima and Gil. We do cover a lot of ground in the next two episodes, but we will further discuss those family members in future episodes. Through storytelling and research, we put together the pieces of our past and honor those who came before us. Part one of Abuela Carmen's life begins now. So pull up a chair, grab your cafecito, and listen to our stories. This episode does contain adult language and adult themes. We have our great aunt, Didi mm -hmm. Carmen, here. We're going to talk a little bit about Abuela Carmen and Abuela Camila, and we're just going to see what happens. Okay. So, Titi uh, Carmen, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> when were you born, Titi Carmen? September 6th in Arecibo, Puerto Rico. Arecibo, why not? Um, Arecibo. 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 Why, why not Morovi? Because my mom got swollen when she was pregnant of me, and they sent her to Arecibo. Oh, was that the nearest hospital? Oh. Okay. Do you, what's your earliest memory? Of Abuela Carmen. De mommy. De mommy. Yeah, I think since I was two years old, I remember her. What do you remember? Um, not much. Yeah, she was teaching me how to sew, how to crochet. Mm -hmm. At that age, yeah. At two? Yeah, she did. What else do you remember? I don't remember much. Okay. What are some things that you learned about Abuela Carmen's life? Abuela Camila. No, Abuela Carmen. Your mom. Mommy. Uh, like what? I don't know. Did she ever tell you about growing up in Morovis? No. Uh, I didn't live in Morovis. I lived in Montobaja. Mm -hmm. And then when I was about five, I think, eight, five years old, four or five years old, we moved to Manati. Why did you move? Because my mother and my father had a fight or something. And my mother decided to move back to Manati. And I saw Abuela Camila in the bottom. Her house. It was mm -hmm. like a small apartment. My mother was there. Okay. Do you remember since you live with Abuela Camila? Huh? Since you live with Abuela Camila. After my mother came, when my mother moved came to, to New York, I we stayed with Grandma Camila Probably. for about six months. Six months. And how is that life? Ah. Why? My grandpa. It was better for me than my grandma. Well, why, why was, why did you say that? Because, because my Camila didn't really like me. No? Because she said that I look like my grandmother, Dolores, my father's mother. You do? I saw a picture of her. You mm -hmm. look just like her. And that's the reason. 
And I had an uncle, he died. His name was Louis. And he was the one that really loved me and cared for me. He was always there for me. Louis? But he died. What did he die of? It could be suicide. How old were you when he died? About 10. Oh, wow. That's when I came to New York and I'm 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Do you remember coming Who? to New York? Yeah. Yeah. What was it like? Uh, when I came to New York, the first time we came was the month of April. It was nice weather. And you flew by yourself? No, I came with my sister and my brother. Nelly and Carlito. Yeah. Not your many? No, the many came later. Okay. And then uh, we, we came to uh, Stockwell Street, 106. And everything was Jewish there. And yeah. Okay. Did grandma, did mommy ever tell you anything about her life, how she met grandpa? No, really. Why do you think that is? How she met my father? Mm -hmm. they, I think they used to live the I don't know, I think they live the same hometown for a man in Morali. Did mommy talk anything about, you know, how she met grandpa, how, how she was living at the time? Anything well, about her? She told me that she was the oldest in the house. I just take care of her brother and sister. And she had a cook and do things for the chores in the house for my grandma. That's all she, she told me. But did, she, did she tell you about the man that she was engaged to before she married grandpa? Oh, yeah, she told me about her boyfriend. <laughs> and for my father, for he came to New York and she told him that he commits suicide. Wow. Why did he commit suicide? I think because he found out that my mother was getting mad with my father. Wow. That was his name? Um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> How old was she when she was engaged to him? To my father? No, to the to the guy who. Oh, I don't him. know. No. But I think she married my father when she was twenty-one. Well, I found their marriage information, and she was much older. Much older. She was in her like late twenties mm -hmm. when she I, married grandpa. And like she had me when she was twenty-four. I I got it to my birth certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know anything about grandpa's former marriages? Who? Which grandpa? Bobby. 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 He wasn't. I know I was married three times before my mother my mother. Wow. Yeah. Who was a woman I <laughs> Did you ever hear stories about them? Huh? Did you ever hear stories about them? You never talked to me about him. No. no? You never said and talk about that. Papi was always quiet, right? Quiet. Yeah. Kept things to himself. So once you moved to Suffolk Extreme, mm -hmm. when you were older. Yeah, when I was 10 years old. I, when you were 10 years old, what was life like? It was okay. Yeah. It was nice. You like going to school here? Yeah, the school was up in the street. Oh. Yeah, I like it. What were some of the things that you did as kids? As kids? Well, we used to go to the park. Mm -hmm. And I had this shorts in the house. Master, because your, your grandma Nelly was really lazy. <laughs> Well, you were the youngest. Yeah. yeah we, we my sister were very close to. Yeah. What are some stories you have about Nelly? About uh, Nelly? She, she was a strong woman, a fighter. <laughs> but she had a beautiful heart. She had a beautiful heart. She was there for anybody. But don't make her mad. But she was... But she was, she had better, beautiful. She was good to anybody. Yeah. She's always there. And how was mommy growing up? Huh? How was mommy growing up? Uh, she was okay. <laughs> mommy, little, grandma, little girl. Spoiled. <laughs> always spoiled, mom. She's spoiled. Yeah. I didn't graduate from high school. I had to quit school. Okay. Why? Right there. Because I had to go to work to. Buy clothes and food for you and your brother. Okay. I had to support you and your brother because my sister wasn't doing it. Okay. And mommy didn't tell you that. No. And I went to college. Where did you go to college? Yeah, knock. Tell I got in biology. Oh. But then I had to quit because my sister didn't want to babysit for me no more. And I couldn't afford a babysitter. Yeah. 
By that time, you already had your kids, right? Oh, yeah. And you already married. Okay. No, I was divorced already. Divorced, yeah. Then I went again to college for computer, and they told me I cannot stay in the class because I didn't have a computer home. And Thea, what, um, what year did you move to Middletown? When I moved to Middletown, 1972. And November 72, one day. And where did you live in Middletown? When I first came to Middletown, mm -hmm. in North Street. Yeah. And and at that time, was Nellie also living in Middletown? Yes, yeah, she was living in Eddie Lee Avenue. She was already married to uh, Bori. Yeah, I want to go back to Abuela Carmen. What are some things that, she, what was it like being a teenager in oh, Abuela Carmen's house? In my mother's house? Well, we still live in Suffolk and then we moved to 110 Suffolk Street. We were teenagers. My brother was to have a house once, once a month or twice a month, uh, like a teenager party, a small party. She allowed us to have. A lot of boyfriends here? Who? You? No. No, why? why? I had my first birthday when I was 11. <laughs> okay. We, we, we had a little party, my mother's three had a little party. Uh, we had to get up early in the morning to do the house chores, cleaning everything, and then be allowed to go to the movies. If you don't have a party at the home, then we go to the movies. Nice. To the Spanish theater to watch movies there. Yeah. What's your favorite memory of Abuela Carmen? I don't know. Everything. <laughs> Even though she wasn't getting care for me, but. Why do you say that? My mother stood with me for nothing. You took the head out of me for nothing. Is that the way she disciplined? I was very rigid. The day before I got married, she took an electric cord and she hit, beat me up. Why? Because I kept late from doing my hair and my makeup for my, for my wedding. Was she happy that you were getting married? I think so. She wanted to make a big wedding. And I said, no. I went and talked to a church and I have uh, been married on a Thursday and I have a very small wedding, very small wedding. Oh. And she got mad at me. I said, mom, you don't have the money for wedding. You don't have that kind of money. So who was the padrinos for your wedding? Uh, Tonya, uh, what was his wife? Uh, yeah, uh, I forgot her name now. Oh, and his wife. Oh. Aida, Aida. Yeah. Aida. She was pregnant with Oscar. Okay. Which was the, the last son or the first one? Uh, the last one. The last one. It was on him, Aida, his daughters, his son then, and his older son. And, huh? I was your flower child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it was carried the ring and he threw them with the fur. <laughs> Did, did grandpa walk you down the aisle? Yes. Was grandma there? Huh? Was grandma there? Yeah. And my sister. Did your grandma also was there? Oh, yes. Yeah. And Lydia. Lydia. Okay. And his kids, yeah. It was only people. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. Because that's how I want it. Simple. No, his family. None of them was there. Martin, nothing? Okay. His sister, Malta. She didn't like metal. Why? What do you think? She said that I broke him, that it was all my fault that he left his first living girlfriend for me. Oh. But it wasn't. Okay. And yeah, none of his family was there. None. No. I think one of his nephews. Yeah. Who was, was that? It was Tonyo. Tonyo, his nephew was there. I think it was the only one. Tony? Tonyo, third husband. So, like the one who, who the one who in John Street. The one whose wife died. No, no. Okay. That was called by Julian. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did Grandma ever talk about any of her other kids, like her pregnancies or anything? Or I don't. What was it like being a mom? Huh? What was it like being a mom for her? Mama? Yeah. She was happy. Yeah. But um, she did not. I don't think she, she ever had a miscarriage or an abortion. She didn't mention anything like that. She had three kids. Okay. Did she want to be a mom? She was a mom. Did she want to be a mom? I don't, I don't know. No. Did she help you when you got married to become a, a parent yourself? No? 
Not really. No. You were very close to grandpa. Yeah, I was close to grandpa. I was proud little girl. Why were you close to grandpa? Because you look like his mom? I think so. Well, that maybe too for me. I mean, he loved my sister and my brother, but I was his baby girl. I was his. You were his twin. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of. You look a lot like grandpa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially the height, yeah. The height, mm -hmm. the color of your eyes. My mother was taller than him. Yeah. I think we should have stuck in the height. <clears throat> but that was, yeah. How was their marriage? Who? Grandma and grandpa. Uh, what do you mean? My father was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And as many times when I was a teenager, I had to go to the street and bring him upstairs. Why did you think grandpa used to drink a lot? Yeah. I don't know. You never talked about it? I never, no, we never talked about that, that I remember. But he did, he drink, used to drink a lot. So it was Benny, my brother. Yeah. Benny is, the, is older than Jamalito, right? Oh, sure. And then Louis? Louis is Benny's brother. Yes. One of Benny's brothers. Yes. Because he had another one also. Just by now, that uh, there's another Louis that was my, supposed to be my father's son. Mm -hmm. I don't I never knew what to I went to Puerto Rican and I heard about it. What? So there was two Louis. Uh-huh. But one is dead. One died. But let's go back to you talking about grandpa and drinking grandpa. and having to go in to get him. Huh? How old were you when Four. you would get grandpa when he was drunk? I was teenager, maybe between 14 and 15. Did he ever talk about it the next day? I never mentioned to him. So he never knew that you used to get him? He knew. There were times that Nelly also went to get him. No, it was me all the time. Okay. One time she did it. Calita, mm -mm. Never? Was the grandma treat you differently and Nelly from Carlito? Yes. Why? Because she treated Nelly and Carlito better than me. How Nelly? did she treat Carlito? It was really not good. So it was Nelly, Nelly. I think Nelly. She, was it? she didn't treat me good because she said I looked like my, my father's mother. Okay. So that was the label that you got. And, and wasn't your Carlito spoiled in many ways? Oh, he, he was the son? The only son? Oh, yeah, he was poor. It's still why he was married because he was still spoiled with my mother. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but grandpa was not like that. No? No. My, pap my papi never really spoiled me, but he was always there for me when I needed him. So you're the ultimate New York girl. Huh? You're the ultimate New York girl because you grew up in the Lower East Side. You were in the 70s and mm -hmm. the 80s, living yeah. in the Lower East Side. Uh -huh. So can you tell us something about the community? What was it like? Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> Anything you want to tell us? Um, they used to buy across the street. It to be a, a gay club. It there used to be a bar there too. And the neighborhood was good. You said that the neighborhood was mixed, right? Yeah. A lot of mixed cultures. Mm -hmm. okay. After you left, then Dominican, Puerto Rican, Black, Kenton, the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. And what were some of the things that you did? I know as kids, you said you went to the park. Yeah. But as you got older, oh, where did you I also happen? went to a, 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 is it like a program that's a for Jews? I know uh, in the summer there, mm -hmm. I went for training for secretary there. The you organization for youth. Yeah, yeah I I to that. training there for secretary. Mm -hmm. Did you get a job as a secretary? I did. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, I did work as a secretary for the mayor of Middletown. Oh, wow. Back in the 78, 77. For how long? Mm -hmm. A year and a half. You're very good at stenography, right, Tia? You used to know mm -hmm. that. I, I don't know now. I used to. Tia was, was the one who taught me how to type and how to, how to write stenography. Steno. Yeah, Steno. She was very good at that. Did you also work, Tia, in the courts? Yes. Right? Yes. 
as a translator. The court's up here in Middletown? And the court in uh, Leavitt in New York. And I, I did put a um, Monticello for, uh, you call that, that office, um, the lawyers, the lawyers and uh, legal aid. Legal. I did, I work for legal aid with lawyers as a receptionist and secretary for that office in Monticello. Wow. I work for this lawyer, lady lawyer. Why did you decide to move up here? What to me? Huh? To Middletown. Why did you decide? Because to when I was in Chester, I was recovering my kid's father, and he wasn't helping me anything at all. And my sister was living in Lincoln Avenue. She got me an apartment, and she moved up here. She moved me up here close to her. Why did she move up here? They found a house, and they put a house in Lincoln. And were you, were you happy that you divorced your? Oh yes. Husband? Was he bad? Oh, yes. What way, yeah? Huh? How was he? When he used to go home drunk, and he was sleeping, he, he was back to cheat out of me. And if I don't work, it was the same thing. And one day I threw him with a knife, but he ran away. He said, I was going to kill him. I said, yes, I was going to kill you. <laughs> Never again. He put hands on me. But then he was, he used to go on Friday, come back Monday drunk, like with his nephew, brothers. Never was there for me, my kid. And then one night I came home. He had a woman on my bed. Oh, wow. So I kicked him out. Yeah. I bent his clothes. I was going to burn him, but the police came with the fire, fire department. And he got arrested. <laughs> and he got arrested. He did. Yeah. So that was it. Do you remember being pregnant with Mima or with your son? Oh, but yeah. How was it like? What was it? Oh, it was nice, my pregnancy. Yeah. And Mima and Gail. Gail was born when I was um, 10 months, and I was from seven months, and I had pregnant. Okay. Because when I had my first pregnancy, I fell out of a car in rocks, and I had intended bleeding. I was six months pregnant, and I lost my baby. Wow. Then I got pregnant again, and I had internal bleeding, and that was my second son. And he, I was close to seven months, almost seven months. Uh, he was born, but he lived for uh, three years, three days and a half, then he died. Wow. Did you, then name, I, you named that something? The first one was Martin Jr., the second one was Randolph Martin. Wow. Then I got pregnant with a girl, Gilbert. And I got given when I was seven months and a half he, because I had intended bleeding again. They tried to stop it, but then I had to wait almost two, almost a year and a half. I got pregnant again from Veronica. It's the same thing again. So the doctor said I have to have surgery. I had my tooth cut and die because if I come out pregnant one more time, I was going to die when I'm pregnant. Because wow. the antenna bleeding. I have to have, oh, yeah. Was grandma ever around for any of those pregnancies? No. She used to come when I had a baby. Yeah. But my father came on my break, I was born. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, it was like Santa Claus flew, and, he, and her father, they both came like Santa Claus flew to prison for, them, for her. <laughs> no, when Gilbert was born, his father wanted nothing to do with him, because wow. he went to the girl. He told me, no, nah, it's a girl. He left, and got nothing for him, Nelly bought everything. Wow. Nelly bought everything for Gil, everything. Was Gilbert the first grandson for the family? Yeah, it was for his family. Yeah, was he the first grandson for a guy named Alex? No, no. Alex was already born. He was the first granddaughter, and Alex was the first grandson. Okay. Yeah. When that name Alex came from Puerto Rico, he was where? Two months old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two months. Mommy came in with him and she put it on my hands to hear the baby. <laughs> You put out as a man. Then. Was Alex born in New York or in Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico. He was in Puerto Rico. Where Where's a big boy? Huh? Where in Puerto Rico? I said Rio Piedra. Rio Piedra. Yeah, he was born in Rio Piedra. Mm. Big boy. How big? Nearly say he was almost 10 pounds when he was born. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> six months. My father used to be, uh, when he, he was six months, Daddy to come drunk, take him out of 
at the bed. He used to sleep with me and fed him rice and beans, fed him food. Six months? Rice six and beans months. for six months? He used to like it. And then so he got sick. The doctor said, can I get sick? So to the doctor, look, he's not healthy, he's not sick or nothing. But he had to have tissues. I like to have his tissue, but it was about six months. Why? He had what? Seizures. 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 Yeah. Seizures. And they put him in the baby hospital with nine months. Wow. And they did all kinds of tests, a spinal test, see where they're coming from. And it happened that he was epileptic, like my sister. So he inherited the epilepsies from, from my sister, from his mommy. Yeah. Yes, he, he got it from her. Wow. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Hmm? I didn't know that. Yes. Neither did I. <laughs> it's good to know. You didn't know so, she was epileptic, my sister? No, I knew Nellie was. But so, I didn't know that. I was too. One time I was with her and mommy's out with a tissue and I had to open his mouth, open his head. Yeah. Oh, one time Nelly had a, a tissue, uh, epileptic tissue, and, and at the same time she had a heart attack. Wow. And, we, and this, uh, we were living in Chester and this guy came to give us a ride to the hospital and I had car, I was, I had my hands in her mouth and my other hand was pumping her heart. And we got to the emergency she said, I was lucky that I saved her life. How old was she when it happened? Uh, I was with my sister. You were in her 30s, huh? Yeah, she had problems about maybe two, two years old. Okay. Yeah, I did. The time I saved her life, because I was playing with her mouth and I pumping her with it in her heart. Wow. And the guy that was driving goes, she's died, she's dying. And I said, she's dead. Get your mouth shut. Take me to the hospital. Let's hurry up to the hospital. We got her. That I was lucky I saved her life. Because I knew the, huh? there were times also like your Martinez that Huh? Your Martinez saved yeah, her life too. Yeah, Martinez was driving. Mm-hmm. No, there wasn't Martinez driving. But she was driving and she got a seizure while she oh. was driving. Yeah, that too. Did she ever take medication for you? Uh, I think so, but she never liked to take medications. Does that remind you of <laughs> Another story. And I uh, choose to work for uh, Alamo Middletown, here in Middletown. And she used a lot of work for the people in the black there. She used to work as a doctor assistant in the hospital in Warwick. Wow. She did a lot. Now, all through the time that you lived up here, you always used to visit grandma. Yeah. Why did you always visit? How often did you visit? Every time she needed me. I used to come out for work, I used to work nighttime. And the record cleaning, and I took him up with my daddy uniform. I had no time to change it. I had to drive in the bus and go to the city to get her milk or coffee, whatever, and her medicine, whatever she needs. Did you thank you for that? Oh, yeah. One day I was with her on a midnight. At midnight, she wanted ice cream, vanilla ice cream. And I had to go in the street and look all over till I found her ice cream that she liked it. She said, You're crazy. I said, To get a kid. I said, I don't care if I get a kid. I just want you to be happy. Who was that? Your Nelly or your yeah, mommy? Your mommy. Oh. I did everything for mommy to the last, the last, last time I went to see her, I took, that's when I took her to the emergency when she died. She went, we went to the fleet. I was on most of them. Like, no, in Banco. Okay. Seaport. Seaport. I took her to the seaport and she went her literature. <laughs> and I got her favorite ice cream and uh, I got her favorite shoes. And I, she said, she said she was very happy. She said, this is my last ride you're going to give me here. I said, Mom, don't say that. Then the night, then that night she started with pain. I took it to the emergency. Did all the kinds of tests, MRI. The doctor, he didn't find nothing. I said, well, her doctor said she had cancer. She said, no, I don't see anything. He said, going to give it up for observation. It took a couple of days to see where it's coming from. And that, and a week later, she died. Did she ever tell you early on that she had cancer? She told me the doctor said she had cancer. They were doing for cancer. And the doctor didn't tell her. Huh? One year before, I told her that she had advanced cancer. But the doctor the ministry they didn't pay nothing. I know. And then they, they came up with the pills in the hospital because they gave me a lot of pills. I thought she was sleeping. sleeping. I talked to Adriana with me. She was, I was in a four years old. And she said, Adriana. Open her eyes, she said, Adriana. Then I came, gave her a hug and a teeth, comb her hair. We, we watched her, put a new clean gown on her, we feed her. Yeah. And the next day they called me, she was in coma and she died. 
But you said that the doctor never found cancer. The cancer that makes you find nothing. But she did die of colon cancer. And she died. Yeah. I was there when she died. I told your mother. She said, no, 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 no. I said, yeah, she's gone. I closed her eyes and she, she, she opened her eyes, was open. She gave me a little smile and that was it. And I touched her. She was gone. You had no time to Alice to get there. And how about Grandpa? He was, you were there too? Yes. But I was there when I hear my mother screaming. I got to give you medication or whatever. I said, Mom, he's gone. No, he's not. No, he's not. And she pushed me. So he was not. And I said, Mom, he's gone. And I started screaming and screaming. I had to call the neighbor. I had to call him, him pastor to come back to calm him down because she went crazy. Did they ever talk about wanting to die or to be buried in Puerto Rico? Capaz, they want to get buried with his brother, his family in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. But this one here, she did everything <laughs> in New Jersey. I, I didn't know it. And my sister, people that are new here in Middletown, they want to have a wake here and a funeral home here, but there was no money for it. When was the last time that grandma or grandpa went to Puerto Rico? My mommy went to Puerto Rico, what was that day? About five or six years before she passed away. Yeah, at this day, she went to see the Yeah. And what was that trip like? Huh? Did you go with her? No. No. One day she disappeared. And me and my father looking for her. We called my sister. We called Cali uh, we called everybody. Do you know where she was? In Florida, Calito's house. Wow. <laughs> that was mommy. <laughs> and my father, I'm going to kill her. She goes back. <laughs> she was always wild like that. Now, you know, I did that one time when Veronica was two years old. I took off to Michigan. Why? I just want to take off and give it with Vernelli. And they were looking for me all over. <laughs> then I called my I called my father. My father, my father said, Your mother is in the middle of town. They were looking crazy for you. They don't know where you are. I said, I'll be home in three hours. When I got there, I, I said, I was in Michigan. My sister said, you're crazy. What did you do that for? Let's get out. I said, I just want to get away. Just say grandma wanted to get away. Huh? Just say grandma. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, you know, it was, well, all, you know, talking about my mother, I was there always for my mother, no matter what. Maybe she knew me, I was there. Even if she missed, did, did grandma ever told you that she loved you? Never. Even a hug. The only one that you give me to me like that was grab when I met Dolore. Malore. Malore, that's grandpa's Yeah. Camila nunca. Camila tampoco. But Papa Helen, yeah. You took him Helen. Yeah. He was I was a little girl. He took by me candy, gave it to me. Highly for grandma. <laughs> Good mama, grandma. In her hometown, Grandma Camila, she was the first one to get a TV, first one to get a fridge there, first one to have a real bathroom in the town. She was, and then everybody used to then after her doing it. And all these kids used to go from the neighborhood to watch TV every day in wow. my grandma house. Which used to get the lame bill, I see, in mm -hmm. candy. My grandma. Did, did you know that? Well, not, soda, cold water. <laughs> no. mm -hmm. Did you know that Abuela Camila raised Benny? No. Yeah. Dolore. Dolore. No, it was it was Abuela Camila. No, she didn't raise Benny. In the census that we found here, it has Abuela Camila. Like she raised Joe Benny. No, she didn't. It was, oh, let me let me just double check. It was Dolore. Malole. Malole. Okay. Was Abuela Dolores? Yes, she raised him. Okay. Let me just double check. Natalia, I don't believe you, Tia. Yeah, you know when I found out that we had another brother Louis when I was 12 years old, he wrote a letter to Nelly saying that he was that he just found out that he was adopted by his aunt and that he was my father's son wow. and Petra's son and he went to be us. And did he ever meet you? Yeah. Did he ever met you? No. And he had a chance, but he met Nelly, he met mommy, he met papi, Carlito. Oh, so How did he find out about you? How he found out, I think when he went to the army, he was 18 years old, his aunt raised him, told him the truth. Because he kept asking why he was different for his brother and sister, because his aunt, the one who raised him, was dark black, and her husband was black. And all his uh, brothers, supposed to be his brother and sister, they were darker than him. Mm -hmm. 
And he had the high, the hazel's eye, or blue, green eye. He was always asked this question, and then they knew the truth, that he was adopted. When his mother was pregnant with him, and she found out that my father was with my mother, she had him and gave it to her sister to adopt him. And then my father, that's when my father found out too, that he, you know, he had that son. He didn't know? No, that he went with my mother and my sister to Puerto Rico to meet him. Did he ever tell you about that encounter? No. They went to meet him in Puerto Rico. I didn't get a chance. I spoke to him a few times on the phone, his wife, and I met one of his daughter. But that was about everything. I don't know. He had six, seven kids. He's in wife. Wow. Big time. One of his sons got killed when he was 17. In the town where he lived, in Catano, there was a shootout, shooting, and a bullet got him. Oh, wow. He was passing by a bullet guy. He was 17 or 16, because he told me, he called me, told me crying, that he just lost a son, his youngest son, my brother. I never had a chance to meet him. I, that's when Ellie, or Benny's wife, told me that he died, but I don't, I don't know. Tio, how was Tio Benny? Tio Benny was always... Um, a womanizer. <laughs> a womanizer, I know. But he was also very close to you and Nelly. He was more close to Nelly. Behind me used to fight a lot. <laughs> when I was younger, he came to live with her. We didn't get along. How old were you when he lived with you? Huh? How old were you? When he came to live with us, I think I was 11 or 12. He was in the army. Yeah. Yeah, that was before he met Tia Nelly. No. His first woman was Malta. She was older than him. And he, had, he went to in the army, he went, he went to Germany. And he told me he had a, he had a daughter in Germany. Wow. Did you have a magnet's daughter? Never. He, he never either. Wow. And he never had kids in Malta. And then when he met Nelly, Nelly's the older sister, um, Ilma was my best friend. We used to hang out all the time together. And she used to be Nelly, so she was a little girl to my mother's house. And Nelly was 10, 11. But many said, that's going to be my, my, my children's mama. I said, you crazy? You're stuck in your head? She's just a child. He said, she's going to be my wife, you see. When she was 50, 60, he sent her a letter. And I know about that. Then I went she, and then when they, she moved with him. Yeah, they got in together, moving together. Then I find out about Irma. I said, I what? And then we find out they were together, and then they got married. For he used to make a lie, miserable too. She was she was very skinny. He used to her. Mm -hmm. She's still the same. She she was strong a fighter. Very strong woman. I think anyone named Nelly the strong fighter. She was a strong fighter, that girl. I wanted to pause the conversation in this episode to sort of provide some background information on what's coming up. Now, the next part of this discussion was clearly unscripted. If you haven't noticed already, much of this conversation with my aunt was really not a question answer kind of segment. The idea was just to sort of set up the foundation for a good conversation, which we have been having and really letting her take an opportunity to talk about her past and her mother's past and that of her family. And what's interesting about the topic that we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes is that it is a topic that's pretty much taboo. And that topic is abortion and miscarriage. Now, the stories that she tells us is something that I have never heard about. And I think it was kind of surprising for my mother as well. She, My mother knew about some history of this in our family, but some details that my aunt provided were really quite shocking. And, you know, viewer discretion advised, it is some of the details my aunt uh, talks about is a little bit gruesome and can be disturbing for some individuals. But this idea of an abortion and miscarriage and child loss is was at the time when my aunt was a young woman, very much a taboo. 
she talks about how it was not discussed in her family it was something that her mother didn't talk about sex in general was a topic that was never talked about within their household and it's unfortunate that we look at today 2022 and women are still suffering from this inability to talk about their experiences in, in certain circles it's something that you just don't say you don't tell people i had a miscarriage or i had an abortion there are topics that are definitely off the table and I feel that it's something that shouldn't be off the table. It's something that should be discussed. Um, women suffer through tremendous grief and loss when they lose a child, whether it's planned or not planned. The toll it takes on a, on a woman's body, on her psyche, on every aspect of her life, it's something that sticks with them, whether they want to talk about it or not. And, and that's okay if you don't want to, but I feel that in our family, in my family specifically, it's something that... I do talk about with my mother the idea that I myself suffered through infertility issues when I tried to conceive my daughter was a big topic of conversation for my mother and I and my mother didn't shy away from it she listened to me and my mother herself experienced her own infertility issues she doesn't talk about it a lot and that's 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 up to her but when she does talk about it I do try to listen and I feel that that has brought us together the fact that we both struggled to have children the fact that we can be open about our feelings has brought us closer, but I feel that other women are not offered the same opportunity. And clearly my aunt was one of those, those women. And I just listened to her when she was telling me about her experiences and her sister's experience, her sister being um, Nellie, my grandmother. I just wanted to, to give her an opportunity to talk about it. She doesn't, again, my aunt is not a woman who talks a lot about trauma or grief but I just wanted her to be heard. And I hope that if you're listening to this, that you can give someone else the opportunity to be heard as well and to let women talk about these experiences in an unbiased, non-judgmental, sort of caring manner. I think that's what we need because it is, it is a part of reality. It is a part of what it means to be a woman. And again, during the time period in which my great-grandmother lived in, and my aunt, this was something that was not allowed. And we need to change that today. Now, when Abuela Nelly got pregnant mm -hmm. with, with mom, uh -huh. do you remember that? Yeah. What happened to Abuela Nelly? Nelly, was you afraid of you? Huh? I was the first one to find out. Ah. No, no. I was a Ida. Okay. And told mommy. And mommy grabbed you to hit you. Hit you. No. Mommy was going to hit you because you were pregnant. I mean, Delhi, sorry, but she was pregnant you. And I got in the middle. And I got, I got a rock. Because I said, you're not going to hit me because you're pregnant. You're not going to kill this baby. Kill off the other baby, I told my mother. And we didn't look up. Then okay, my father and my mother, we talked to her, my father talked with her, and Carlito. And so I don't to do now. We have to help with this baby, help out this baby, take care of the help with the baby. And we did that. And how, then, how old was Nelly? Nelly was 15 going to 16. And then we oh, my mother got her father, Felix, and they could get married just as a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. How, how old was Felix? He was 23. No, he was 19. Oh, I don't know like that. And then, you know how she met him? Huh? How did they meet? No, you know how she met him? Mommy had a cousin, Nereida. I remember. And, uh, Nereida, he mentioned that. What's the name of the street? Uh, Fix? Huh? Fix? No. By foresight. And yeah, we went there to visit because my mother to solve for her. We went there and Kelly was there and uh, introduced to us. And that's how they met? I look, and then I was looking at the, the living room mirror and I saw him looking at Nelly trying to kiss his. I said, oh, oh. And then that's how they met. <laughs> then they got together, they, you know. And then uh, when she was little, I think you were two years old. My mother, and I was my mother, my sister, for a person, for her father, her grandpa, one, 
And I want my name is Penny. And we sent her to the present. You know what they did? They have her grandpaddy, wow. her grandma, and grandpa. They threw the door in her face and broke, broke her nose. Why? I got mad. I got. I want to go stand beat the chill out of her grandma. And Nelly wants to go there and beat her too. But Papi said, there's no way to go to jail for them. Where they, I go. Were they upset that? They didn't want my sister because I should, she, she was black. My sister wasn't black. And they wanted to marry an American woman. They don't want to be with a Puerto Rican. So, so I got married and I says, oh, I swear to God, they never get a granddaughter. She'll be the only granddaughter. And it happened. I'll be only granddaughter they have. <laughs> I was so mad that I just went out in the middle street. I paid that money. And I said, God, I hope they don't have, never have another granddaughter. Only boom. I was so mad. And look, she was the only granddaughter. Which came true. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Alex? They never cared about Alex. Now there's a there's the question uh -huh. of who is the father of Alex. It was Felix. Well, when she went to Puerto Rico to Alex, she beat her his stepfather, Alejandro. And he gave the last name to Alex. So how do how do we know that he was Felix's son? It was Felix. Was that when he served in the paper of divorce? Yeah, he was perfect. came to visit her? And then, one day, uh, I went to visit your grandma at the project, and he, Felix was my coming. Grandma, uh, my grandma, Abuela Modesta, right? Modesta. And I, I was going in the elevator, coming in the elevator, and your father was coming there. He said, oh, you are my son. He said, you're not my father. I went to see, you're not my father. You're an onion when I was born. And he kept walking because how, he told me. How old was Alex? Me. Dad. He was like 10 years old. Mm -hmm. 10, 11 years old at the time. Mm -hmm. so, so just to clarify a little bit, when Felix served Nellie divorce papers, uh -huh. that's when she became pregnant with Alex. No, they, they divorced yeah. later. They divorced later, okay. But he, she needed to sign those papers first. Yeah. And then months later, that's when... She told you that Felix was the father of... Of her baby? Yeah, she told me. We knew he was the father, but he denied him. Why did she go to Puerto Rico? What happened? I don't know. My sister, I don't know what's her mind. She said she wanted to go and have the baby in Puerto Rico. She had one before Alice. Hmm? Also before Alice? Or after Alice? No, after Alice. After. She had, she came up pregnant and she had a, a miscarriage. No, she had abortion. 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 Okay. Who was the father? Uh, Alejandro. I, I thought he couldn't conceive. Anyway, she had that. I was late. I was late. You were in bed, and she had that baby came out, and I saw. I felt a little. It was like a little doll, and I grabbed it like this, and I screamed, "Oh, what kind of this?" And I screamed and dropped it. Wait, wait, wait. And my mother came into the room, and daddy. She had, for the she had the, the abortion at home? In the bed, with me. Bed. And she didn't tell you? Did you know she was pregnant? How did she have the abortion? Or did she take? I don't know. You don't know? Then I went to her to the hospital. I was right there when they just they, they had a scrape, clean it up. I got a transfusion of blood on her. Yeah. Because she lost a lot of blood, so I had a transfusion of blood. And you donated blood? Yeah. You donated her blood? My thing? And this black guy that used to live next door to us, mm -hmm. he was there. A lot of, I, I think Nelly had a lot of um, miscarriages and abortion. It was abortions. Because of her medication. She yeah, medication. yeah, medication. Yeah, it was the medication. Yeah. What was she on medication for? For the epileptic seizures. She placed the seizures. Okay. Now, oh, one time we came to school, she was 14, 15. If we went to live on the Nassau, sitting in the chair, and uh, she was like, like crazy, acting crazy, stupid. And I had to call the factory to send my mother home because I, I didn't know what to do. And my brother was trying to tranquilize her. And then um, my mother came in, they had to call the ambulance. They took it to very hospital. And they said that they gave her brain medication that was getting to her brain or something. And she ended up like a, a psychiatric hospital for teenager. She was there for four, two months. 
Wow. Because she was only 15? Uh, uh, she was about 15? Yeah, she was around 14, 15. Did she, did she ever have to go back to a psychiatric hospital after? No, 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 she was good after that. Now, you mentioned grandma worked in a factory. Yeah. What factory? Some factory in, um, in Broadway. Uh, she was working in coats, leather coats. Mm -hmm. She was a teamstress? Yeah, she was. Do you remember how much she used to get paid? I don't know, maybe <laughs> a dollar, two dollars an hour. Yeah. And yeah, and then at home, she was so close for people at home too. Didn't she work with Gandhi also in a bridal company? Gandhi worked in a bridal factory? Yeah. In bridal gowns? But I was in Puerto Rico. She went to college for that, Diagi. Yeah. She came to make my my daughter's high school graduation dress. Oh, yeah? She made cures too, right, Diagi? Yeah, Did grandma ever learn how to read and write? My father, yeah. No, your grandmother, mommy. She, she did, but not in English. Okay. But in Spanish, she did. She didn't know some English word. Huh? She didn't know some English. Mm -hmm. The curse word. Oh, my mother? In English, yeah? <laughs> she knew English, but she didn't want to talk. Why didn't she want to talk? Because she wanted to see people say about her. <laughs> <laughs> she was split. <laughs> she was a fussy lady, my mother. What was your favorite meal that she ever cooked you? My favorite meal? Mm -hmm. Everything. <laughs> Rice and beans. For her favorite restaurant? With what? A Chinese restaurant in Chinatown. Yeah, Lily. <laughs> Lester and Lester Rice. Mm -hmm. That was a favorite. We went there this past weekend. Yeah, you did? Yeah. We went by uh, where she used to live. Where? St. James Place. You went there? <laughs> what does it look like? It's very different. Do you know where I want to go? Where? The, the new market in the, the, the Lancy. Oh, but it's not the same. Oh, but I want to see inside. Can you talk a little bit about the market? Oh, I, the market, I remember yeah, that. Remember? Yeah. And we used to go to the market on Saturdays mm -hmm. to do shopping. It was like a tunnel. Yeah, like I know. We used to go there. We, had, we used to go to Orchard Street. Oh, when she was three years old, I took a touch to buy some clothes. Huh? She went to the dollar and I didn't have the money. She started screaming, I want it. I thought I don't have the money, Vaughn. No, I went. I said, okay. And I left. I left. She started screaming. And she had a tantrum. She laid down with a tantrum in the sidewalk. And I keep walking. And the lady said, hey, hey, don't forget your daughter. I said, I don't have a daughter. She was down behind me. Ma'am, she took me, ma'am, ma'am, you had the money. Would you buy it for me? <laughs> that was her. No more again. She did it. I killed her. <laughs> yeah. Because my mother used to buy anything for her. Did she had need, I know, okay, she would buy that. I said, I said, mommy, but you know, she needed a shoe more than that, a toy. What would she want to have to buy it for her? Yeah, that was wrong. Didn't grandpa also do it for people of Romesta mm -hmm. when I got sick? Yeah. Oh, when she was six months, they left the hospital to die. Why? She had this, uh, what do you call? Paquitismo. Yeah, but how you say in Spanish and English? Hydrate. Uh, Dehydrate. Okay. And then but this lady told me about this Cuban doctor in Avenue C. And I said to my daddy, he said, let's go to, it was around 7 and 9. We bought a blanket. We went to the store in the last, he bought a blanket. And he said, let's go get her. Okay, we're going to take her out of this room. Yeah. We go quiet and take her out. I was in the hospital and you went to kidnap me? And I took her out. Me and my oh father my took her out of the hospital, we took her home. My mother was mad, my nanny was mad. What are you doing? She's dying. I said, she's not going to die. You... So the next morning, you took it to this doctor. He gave, her a, he gave her a prescription. Yeah, he gave her a, a vitamin shot. He said, uh, he, he told her to give her a goat's milk. So that's how I was raised, the goat's milk. She was a man. You kidnapped mommy from the hospital? Yes. <laughs> and they gave her goat's milk, and they gave her vitamin, and they... And this girl got gaining weight. I took her back to the same doctor. She was dying. I said, look, I did it to kids. She said she was dying. Talk about security in it. <laughs> 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 oh, 
What that she got burned in her arm and her boot? Because I had died, she went and uh, hey, and I was good. And, and you know that the river saucepan with the handle? Yeah. And the whole, she used to go like this, said, Yvonne, don't do that, you're going to go burn. So she did it again, and the water fell on her. She had a trump right here in her foot. We went to the husband's partners. She came with her sisters to open it. Do you know they have a bubble with water? Yeah. To open. And she went like this, and she caught her inside. She was bleeding. And I pushed the nurse, and I hit her in the face. You punched a nurse? Yes, I said, what are you doing? You're gonna kill my baby? <laughs> we did that. Yeah, I always used to say that I was her baby. <laughs> and you and you she say was that baby. Nelly, huh? And you say that Nellie was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh in Irish was besitching that hospital. We told her she was nine months that he don't eat baby food, that he's regular food. That he don't have he don't drink in a bar, he didn't in a cup. She had two times they used to wear white dresses. She kept with a, a jar of baby food spinach, I think it was, or cream bean. And Ali kicked the jar and she had all over her and she and she put Ali and Amy and, and came in me and Nelly and Nelly came and pushed it and I pushed it. I said, what do you think doing? We told you, he's writing down in his things that he don't eat baby food. And she got kicked out of the hospital. Pretty beautiful nurse. Oh my god. And then I we took Ali's home that day. Well, kidnapped another baby. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> now, do you know why uh, my mom and Alex were raised in Grandma's house? Because my mother had the birth since she was born. And Alex, when he was two months old, and she would let my sister help them. Every time I said, they used to take it with her. Alex, we used to go I used to go with her. She used to make me go with her, go get Alex, take it home. Why? Because she wanted him for home. <laughs> was it was Nelly able to take care of her kids? Yeah, but once, but my mother wanted and Nelly let him take her. Grandma lived in that apartment. Yeah, that three bedroom apartment mm -hmm. for kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me and Mima used to uh, share mommy's bed, mm -hmm. and then Gilbert and Alice shared bunk beds. Mm -hmm. And where did Grandma and Grandpa sleep? Mommy would live would sleep with us between me and Mima. A big giant bed. Because grandpa always had to go and watch him football, soccer, boxing, breakfast with him, and drink a strong coffee, black strong coffee with no sugar. Oh, grandpa? Yeah, I had to do that with him, make him happy. Yeah. And grandpa used to fix electronics. Everything. TVs, radios. You know what's funny? He used to fix and sell them. People used to come and sell them and sell them back to him. He used to fix them and sell them back to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. He had a business. Grandpa was yeah. a hustler. <laughs> and you know, my mother never, my mother never died on his clothes. He, his clothes, he always died on his own clothes. He took care of his own clothes, my father. Why was that? Because he was like that. He, liked to, he even knew how to sew. He ironed his own clothes, did his own laundry. He even did his own cooking sometimes. Yeah. What was grandpa's favorite food? Seafood? <laughs> no, rice and beans. Rice and beans? And chicken. Had to be rice and beans every day. Wow. But papa said, um, papa yeah. uh, fish soup. Papa yeah. yeah. No bean from the can. Dried beans. Yeah, dried beans. You might have made a can bean, they would turn the garbage. Oh, in coffee, no, it was mixy. It had to be in the strainer. And it had to be uh, in the like campo, como decía él. Como el campo. Mm -hmm. And in the coffee, I remember as a kid, the coffee, he would buy the coffee beans, yeah. roast it, and then grind them. Yeah. He never bought coffee from a bag or, you mm -hmm. know, already prepackaged. It was, that was the telo. yeah. Mommy has a branch, okay? I know. El colgate? Oh God, the toilet tissue, Scott. Scott tissue. Chua, Domino. Coffee, Otello. <laughs> if you eat another planet, you won't take it. And rock And just no. clarify. So your roll, make your grain. No, not so your roll, huh? Goja. Make your grain. That was my father's right. Just to, just to clarify, this podcast is not you know advertised me? by any of these companies. You know what I'm to me? When he died, he became to my mother. And, uh, and my mother told me to cook rice in uh, gandules. My father came, he said that the rice was done well. He threw the whole pot out the window. Oh my God. 
Because he, he liked the medium rice. And he liked the view, view cook. Yeah, very well cooked. Same thing with the coffee. I remember once we had coffee. coffee. Oh. Going out to buy coffee in a restaurant. Oh, he wanted coffee. But you know my sister either. My sister was drink coffee in a cup, plastic cup. My sister was like, no plastic. Nothing plastic, my sister. You, you have mm -hmm. to make ceramic and glass. Yeah. <laughs> or paper sometimes. Yeah, but she prefers ceramic. She had a mug that used to carry around. Hmm? She had a mug in her car. Always. I had to be ceramic. She was never drinking plastic. She was never plastic. Nothing plastic for my sister. The music for our podcast was performed by our dad, Hector. We'd like to thank our parents for their support and our extended family for answering our questions and helping us learn about our ancestors. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to receive updates, learn facts, and see pictures of our family. Visit our website, cuentameapodcast.com, to hear past episodes and to see some of the documents we found about our relatives. We hope you will tune in to the next episode of Cuentame. Tell me their story. Bye-bye.